This is the Myrna Lamb Show, June 7, 2008, 6 p.m. hour. This is the Myrna Lamb Show on News Talk 630 WPRO and 99.7 FM. Got a question about your future? Call Myrna now at 438-WPRO or toll free at 1-800-321-WPRO. Hi, Myrna Lamb here with you until 7 o'clock, taking your calls, making predictions based on a background in astrology and a deck of ordinary playing cards. All you have to do to get involved is pick up your phone, give us a call at 438-WPRO or 1-800-321-WPRO. When you call in, you'll be speaking with Ken. He'll ask your first name. You can make it up. He'll ask your birthday. I need the truth on that. And if your concern has to do with another person in your life, I need that person's full birthday as well. When you come through to me, I need you to ask one question. It does have to be something specific because there's not enough time to take a look at your whole future here on the radio. That's the kind of thing we do privately when we get together in my office. But right here on the air, I have all the information in front of me. I have all my tools in front of me so that I can really give you some kind of an insight as to what's going on with astrology and my deck of cards. If that's not all totally clear, you stay tuned because we're going right to the phones. You'll get the hang of it. We're going to start with Marcy in Warwick. Marcy, welcome to the program. Hi, Myrna. Um, I have a neighbor that I've been friendly with for about six or seven years, but lately I'm thinking a little different about him. Oh, yes. I'm kind of liking him. I see. Okay. <laughs> yes, and does he have any clue that you kind of like him? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. sometimes I think we have to let somebody else know. Yeah. You know that? Do you have conversations with him, like over oh, the yes. fence kind of thing? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. Have you ever offered him any food or iced tea or anything like that? No. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I just started feeling this way. Oh, it's a new know, feeling. Recently, yeah. And he's been... I'm wondering if he's feeling... Um, he has thrown hints, you know, but I'm just... I don't know. You're, you're a Pisces and so is he. Yeah. Pisces is something of a psychic sign. Yeah. If you're picking up some signal that he may be interested, you're probably right. Hmm. So let's look at the cards. Now, I have the card that represents him, and he's not the easiest person to approach. It, oh, no? He, no, he's not. Oh. And that may be why you've been holding back, and why he's been holding back Maybe that he's a little bit shy. And if you're shy and he's shy, then no one does anything. So let's imagine that you say, hey, I just made some iced tea. Want to come over and have some? And he says no. Then what? He has said something like... Um about coming over, but I just say no, you know, but now I'm, <laughs> now I'm sorry I did. You okay. Know. <laughs> Marcy, I'll tell you something about guys. They have a thinner skin when it comes to relationship than women do. So once rejected, really twice shy. If you yeah. want, if you have some interest in this man, these cards suggest that you're going to have to take the initiative because he has backed off. And I'll tell you something, men will do that if they get rejected once, no matter how little that rejection seems, they're not is necessarily. It, you know what it is, too? He's younger than me. Well, he's not that much younger than you. Okay. It's not a whole generation, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Marcy, if you're interested, take the initiative and say, hey, you know what? I just made up some iced tea and I made some cookies. Come on over. I'd like to serve you some. Okay. All right, Marcy, good luck. Thanks. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Darlene in Boroughville, welcome to the program. Thank you. You're welcome. And I see that you're born under the sign of Aries. Darlene, what's your question for me? Yes, do you see me in my current position at my current job? You want to know how long it looks like you might stay there or if something's in the wind. How long have right. you been there? 
I've been there almost a year. Almost one year, and you're already concerned about maybe not being there? I'm concerned about being switched to a different position. I see. Okay. Do you remember exactly when you started there? Uh, back in, I believe it was, I want to say at the end of August. The end of August of 2007, you started in this new position. All right. And we were in an eclipse period at that time. And eclipses are a little bit unpredictable. It's a word I hate to use for obvious reasons. But but truly, eclipses do tend to trigger events that have ramifications that we don't necessarily know how to anticipate. So I look at it, and it doesn't surprise me that there might be such a change. But I don't think that necessarily means that the change would be a bad one. Now, you're very young, and you're going to be in the workforce for a good long time to come. And so if you're forced into some sort of a new position, it really might help the resume. So I have the... mm -hmm, Go ahead. I said yes, true. All right. You fall in your own third house. The cards around you indicate feeling real insecure about the change. You know what's very interesting about being an Aries? You have in so many ways so much courage, and yet you can be fearful of change. It's just part of your sun sign. But in the sixth house, which represents employment, you have the nine of hearts and the two of hearts. Those are very good cards. You have the five of hearts in the house that represents income. And in the box that represents the company employing you, you have all clubs indicating stability. In other words, I don't see you're in any jeopardy at all. And I think that if any change comes along, it will be a good one for you. So I would suggest that you take your fears and insecurity and put them in your back pocket, ignore them, and good luck. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Darlene. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk to Sarah in Whitensville. Sarah, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Sarah, I see that you're born under the sign of cancer. Yep. And what's your question for me? Um, my question is that I'm going to college in the fall, and yep. I have a boyfriend, and he's staying here, and I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to Boston. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how it's ever going to like work out or if it's going to. Okay. All right. So you're all of 18 years old almost. 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 And you're heading for Boston College, uh, to go to college, that is. And your Mm -hmm. boyfriend, what sign is he? Uh, I'm not sure what sign he is, but his birthday is December 21st, 1989. All right. So born on December 21st, he's a Sagittarian. And Sag and Cancer are an okay combination. There are a lot of Sag-Cancer combinations that get along really well. But... When you go off to college, there's so much going to be going on. And Boston is such a great college town. I went to college there for two and a half years. You're going to be going to parties at all kinds of other universities. I know. Do you really want to be tied down to a boyfriend back home? Um, well, we've been together for like three years. All the more reason. You've been together since you were almost 15. Now you're yeah. almost 18. <laughs> you know, look, how do I explain this to you in a way that... No, wait, I understand that. Like, we were going to break up, but I don't. I just don't know. Sarah, I think you ought to separate. I wouldn't call it a breakup. I would say let's just take a, a, a sort of a, a step back for a little while, and you do your thing, and I'll do mine. I don't want to know the details. I want you to be happy, 
and we'll see where we're at another six months down the line or a year down the line. And Sarah, look, my brother and his wife did that. They've been happily married forever and forever, but he went off to college. She was still in high school. They separated for a while. They got back together again. They got married. So you might have a tremendous future with him, but right now the only smart thing to do is be free to go to college. The box that represents college, you have three hearts and a diamond. Those are beautiful cards. You're going to have a blast, but not if you're feeling guilty because you think you shouldn't be doing anything because you've got a boyfriend back home. Mm-hmm. All right? All right. All right, Sarah, thank you for the call. 438-WPRO. I should say one more thing to you, Sarah, because I, I hope you're still listening. In this layout of the cards, the card that represented your boyfriend fell in exactly the same place that you fall, meaning that he and you actually recognize what the need is. You you, you both realize that this is the only smart move to make. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. That, that translates to 438-9776 or 1-800-321-9776. Let's talk to Chris in New Bedford. Chris, welcome to the program. Hi. Uh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. It's more um, now. That's okay. I'm sorry. Yes, Chris. Um, I'm... Um, I'm actually looking for someone to start dating. Okay, and you're born under the sign of Taurus. How long has it been since you had someone in your life who you cared about? You don't want to know. I don't want to know. I, I don't, don't want to know because... I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> that's not a good thing. All right, no. you're, you're born under the sign of Taurus, and that's the king of clubs in my system, and we want to see if there's a woman around in the right place. Well, no, certainly not in the seventh house, so you don't know anybody right now who's no. the right person. But don't you have a relative, a cousin, or somebody, maybe even a brother, who wants to fix you up? No. Well, yes, you do. You have someone around you who wants to fix you up. There's two guys and two women all in your fourth house. You've got some relatives. Oh, I have, yeah, but my my brother hasn't, he's never fixed me up. He's never even made mention of that. Okay. The fourth house represents the family of origin. Yep. And in that place, you have two men and two women. That tells me that there are people. Now, the fourth house is not just family of origin. It is also your neighborhood. That tells me there are women around you. So, Chris, go out and take a walk. Not right now. It's kind of hot. But a little bit later on. I want you to go outside. I want you to start just strolling around. I want you to talk to people on the bike path, for example. I want you to go out and have coffee and talk to women who are sitting and having coffee beside you. Look, women are doing those very same things, hoping to meet a guy who's a nice guy, who's an honest guy who doesn't drink and doesn't do drugs. And I think that that describes you pretty well. And you have cards that represent plenty of opportunity, but not right now because you're not making any effort. You're shying back. You're not interacting. That's what your cards tell me. And if you continue to do what you're doing, you're going to continue to get what you've got. So you want to make a change. There's two men and two women around you. These are friends. These are family members who are in peep. These are neighbors. And they're all saying, you can do it, Chris. And if they can help you, they'll help you. So all right. talk to everybody around you and then call me back. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Chris. 438-WPRO. That's 438-9776. 1-800-321-WPRO. 1-800-321-9776. We still have one line available for you. Give us a call. I'm Myrna Lamb. You're listening to News Talk 630 WPRO and 99.7 FM. I'm Myrna Lamb here with you on WPRO until 7 o'clock taking your calls and making predictions for you. Before I go back to the phones, just a couple more things about Mercury Retrograde. I went to New York for a couple of days with some friends. We went to the museum. We actually saw a ballet, which was wonderful. Everything went 
perfectly. There was no problem with the car. There was no heavy traffic. I got better gas mileage than I thought I could ever get. The hotel was terrific. Everything was flawless during a Mercury retrograde. What am I telling you? I'm telling you that when Mercury is retrograde, it doesn't mean that everything in your life goes poorly. But there were communication problems. I did have some telephone problems, and that's typical. And I do think that buying audio-visual equipment during a Mercury retrograde is problematic. So that's the kind of thing that I watch out for. But by and large, all you do is you double-check your plans. If you have contracts pending and they have to absolutely be signed during a Mercury retrograde, you just read them very carefully. That's my strongest admonition for you about them. Let's talk to Trisha in Warwick. Trisha, welcome to the program. Yes, hi. Hi, Trisha. I see that you're born under the sign of Scorpio. What's your question for me? I want to know about my health. Is it going to continue to be good, or am I going to have some problems? Well, let's take a look. Being born under the sign of Scorpio, this happens to be a pretty good time for Scorpios in general. And with Saturn in Virgo, Jupiter in Capricorn, what it can also help you to do is to make a stronger commitment to paying attention to diet, nutrition, and exercise, which you need to do. Right. That's the only thing you really need to do. Uh, now, there is something that, that I think you need to be aware of, that right about your age, either your mother or father started to have some health problems, which may be one of the reasons that you have some concerns. But I don't see anything of great concern at this moment at all, other than you're not working out. You need to be right. doing more. Yeah, That's because my back has been bothering me. Well, your back will only bother you more if you don't right. do something. So right. uh, I would encourage you to do something like take up swimming, which certainly solved my back problems. Okay. And also those of a dear friend of mine, the two of us had some pretty serious back problems and none anymore. None, none, none. I can walk and walk going anywhere. I even took dance classes after I got better. And it's all because I swam. So I'm just telling you, do I see a health problem now? I don't. But do you need to deal with those things? Yes, I do see that. And that's what I would encourage you to do, Trisha. Thank you for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Nancy on a cell phone. Welcome to the program. Yeah. Yes, hi. Hi, Nancy. So you're in Aries. What's your question for me? Okay. Uh, I've been in a long-term, strong relationship for about 12 years. We lived out in the Midwest, and I recently relocated to New England. And uh, my other half is soon to follow, but I, I have this sense of dread about the whole thing. And Why? I can't figure out what's going on there. Okay. What's your What's his birthday, Nancy? April 8, 1958. So he's also an Aries like you. Correct. Right. And for 12 years, it's been a good relationship. Yes. Was there any period when it was sort of really like on and off? No. No. It's been a consistently good relationship. Yes. Now you moved here. Yes. And suddenly you feel a sense of dread about him coming here. Correct. Okay. How long have you been here? Uh, since February. All right, the reason for my question is, when you relocate to a different time zone, your chart changes. And and what, what surfaces is a thing called the resident chart. Now, I know this because once upon a time, I had the opportunity to live in Rome for many months, which, of course, is a very different time zone. Yes. And I really was a different person in many regards. Not okay. fundamentally, but in a lot of my behaviors. So yes. you're living under a different chart now from the one that you were born under. And that may explain why you're sensing something. But he doesn't. As far as no. he's concerned, everything's cool. Absolutely. And he's looking forward to being here with you. Yes. So 
I mean, there's there's several things that have happened. You have a different job, and you're working with some men and different men from the past. And I don't know whether you find somebody cute or somebody appealing or just the, the, the concept of being free. The reality is, for all married women or women yeah. living with men, that yeah. sometimes being alone can be quite delicious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I don't see any problem with your relationship at all, Nancy. I really don't. I just think that you've come here, you're feeling free, you've had a good time, it's been delightful. Now he's coming and you have to sort of switch back over. Yeah. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome and thanks for the call. 438-WPRO and 1-800-321-WPRO. Those are our numbers and we have a couple of lines available for you right now. I just mentioned something called a relocation or resident chart. That's a very important chart, and it has a great deal to do with timing of events in your life. In other words, you're born with a certain chart. It's called the natal chart, and that stays with you your whole life. But if you move to a different time zone, the angle of the planets, how they affect the Earth and therefore how they affect you, shifts. And that shift changes when some things are likely to occur, when you might be likely to meet someone new or when you might be likely to start a new job. And, and when you move from one place to another, the pace of life, the concept of life, the way people do things, it changes. That is reflected in the resident chart. It is not something that I can put my finger on during the radio show. It takes a little time to prepare that in the in the um, computer and to study it. But it's the kind of thing that we do do in our private sessions together. Back to the phones. Let's talk to Lori in Cumberland. Lori, welcome to the program. Thank you. You're welcome, Lori. I see you are a Taurus, and what's your question for me? My question is, I'm currently teaching, and I'm wondering if I should pursue an administrative position. All right, let's take a look. I'm born under the sign of Taurus. Taurus is the sign of stability and security, and you can get sort of locked into something and feel very comfortable there and not necessarily want to rock the boat. Yes. However, while you really love the kids, I think that you're feeling a little bit tired of the teaching role. You, you have the nine of hearts, which is the best card, falling right in the third house, which is the teaching itself. But there are a couple of spades there. They're not big spades, and they're not side by side. So by no means is it dreadful. You certainly could continue teaching for the next many years and be fine. But you're just feeling a little tired of it. And sometimes things that go on on an administrative level get you to feeling emo emotional. And there have been times when you have felt not taken adequately not given adequate appreciation. And so it puts you in a position where you think, if I were an administrator, I could do better than that. Right. I believe you're right that you could, but okay. I'm not at all sure that you want to. And so I look at your 12th house, and the 12th house is full of insecurity and doubt. I wouldn't encourage you to go into administration with the attitude you have right now. All right. It would work against you. So that means either you change your attitude and really sort of go into it with a different expectation that there are going to be things you don't like, just as that's true of teaching, that there are going to be some things that will come as a surprise to you, and that the newness will be exciting. Now, if you take that state of mind approach, there's no doubt in my mind you can do it. So can you do it? Yes. All right. Will you do it? I don't know. It depends heavily on how you decide to look at it. Right now you have three fives in the ninth house. Five, ninth house has a lot to do with people who give you advice. The three fives there, one person is saying maybe, one person is saying yes, and the third person is saying no. That's no help at all. <laughs> so, Lori, this is a decision you have to make. But when you call me, if you wanted to know from me whether I think you can do it, the answer is yes. 
All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Maria in East Providence, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, Marina. You're welcome. And I see that you're born into the sign of cancer. And what's your question for me? It's about my job. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you see me getting an upgrade at my job or a raise in the near future. Okay. Let's take a look at the cards. And uh, the answer is no. No. I mean, it is... Right out of the box, you have fallen with spades in the first house, spades in the second, spades in the third, spades in the fifth, and clubs in the sixth. Oh, dear. Yeah, clubs are not always good because they represent things staying the way they are, and the spades that are falling everywhere else do not look good at all, and I don't think that I've surprised you in the least. No, I guess not. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, thank you, Maria. Sorry, Maria. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. I don't have enough time to take your call right now because I'd cut you short. So stay right there. And by the way, I have two lines available for you. Please join us. This is the right time. And... uh I was going to tell you one more thing, and then it it just escaped my mind. Okay. You can reach me for a private consultation at my office that's in Lincoln, Rhode Island. The phone number there is 401-333-7970. I'm Myrna Lamb. Please stay right here on News Talk 630 WPRO and 99.7 FM. I'm Myrna Lamb here with you until 7 o'clock, taking your calls and making predictions with a background in astrology and a deck of ordinary playing cards. We have one line available for you at 438-WPRO or 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk with Barbara in Cranston. Barbara, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Barbara, I see you're a Taurus, and what's your question for me? Well, my question is I'm having some problems with with a person, Mm -hmm. and I don't know whether to confront that person or to just say... You know, let me just go look for another job. So I'm not really sure what to do. Okay, and we don't know her birthday. Is that right? Um, no, I don't. All right, and it, it is a woman? Yes, it okay. is. all right. You're born under the sign of Taurus, and because we don't know her birthday, she becomes the Queen of Diamonds. You know, you said you had two options. One is to confront her, and the other is to get a new job. Mm-hmm. But there's a third option, and the third option is to change your attitude. okay no (laughs) you knew that i did know that you did know that okay look i'm not telling you that i think she's all peaches and cream she's not but is she so bad that you have to leave your job no the question then becomes do you really want your job or have you had enough so sometimes things come along that give us an opportunity to say i'm out of here when, in fact, you wanted to be out of there anyway. So now we have four things going on here. One, she annoys the heck out of you. Two, you're thinking, I might as well get out of here because I can't bear her. Three, you know full well you could change your attitude and ignore her. And the fourth is you could admit to yourself, I've been looking for a good reason to leave this job anyway. I want the heck out. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to look around for another job just to see what's out there, why not do so? In the meantime, change your attitude toward her. What's the attitude you need to take? Is she your boss? No, she's not your boss. Well, she no. Well, but basically, she is. She's a partner. Okay, she's not your direct boss. She may any be... any partner is my boss. Okay, the fact is, as she falls in this layout, as annoying as she might be, your job is not jeopardized by her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your job is not in jeopardy because of her. 
So if you just take an attitude of, hey, butter won't melt in her mouth, or even maybe I can learn something from this miserable witch, (laughs) and then just do your job and go home, instead of internalizing all the stuff, you could keep the job because it pays you pretty well. Uh, Yeah. So that's really what I'd like you to try right now, especially because we're in a Mercury retrograde. I would like to suggest that you take these next 10 days, which will take you through the retrograde and beyond, and see whether it is possible to change the way you react to her. Mm-hmm. I've suggested two specific things. One is that you assume that perhaps you could learn something from her. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Second, you remember that your position is okay. Third, you smile and make nice and see if that works. If she still annoys the heck out of you once we get past the 18th of June, which is not that far away, right? then start looking around for other opportunities. Mm-hmm. But I really would like to suggest that if you change your attitude first so things get better on the job, which I believe that they can, you could then make the decision to leave from a position of power rather than feeling that somehow you've been forced out by this yeah, partner. Strength instead of fear. How well put, Barbara. Thank you so much. May I quote you? Yeah, you can certainly quote me. I like that. You're welcome. 438-WPRO. 1-800-321-WPRO. Jeannie in North Providence. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm well, Jeannie. I see you've got a question about a daughter who's an Aries. Yes. What's going on? Well, she's met this man. Um, His birthday is May 15th. 71. So he's a Taurus, and she's yeah. born under Aries, and what's your question? They, they met about five months ago. They'd moved in. Yeah. I was wondering if uh, it's going to last. Well, they certainly did move kind of quickly, but they're yeah. not children, right. and maybe they know who they are. Right. So she's an Aries, and I have the card representing her, and he's a Taurus, and didn't find him yet. But she certainly has had some bad luck in relationships. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of surprised that she would make such a quick move, given her history. Right, right. So yeah. I, I have her card, and I'm, I'm not exactly thrilled with what I'm seeing. And I'm not convinced that she and this man are going to wind up staying together permanently. Uh-huh. And now that you and I both know that, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. No. <laughs> no, it she's going to do what she's going to do, and you're going to keep your mouth yeah. shut because yeah. you have no role in this at all, zero. Right, like I did the last one. Oh, <laughs> uh, very, very. We learn the hard way, don't we, Jeannie? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweetheart, you Thank know you. what you got to do. Thank you. You're welcome. 438-WPRO. That's 438-9776. And 1-800-321-WPRO, 1-800-321-9776. Lisa in Brooklyn, Connecticut, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Lisa, I see that you're born under the sign of Pisces. Yes. What's your question for me? Um, my question is work-related. Mm-hmm. Um, I work for a pretty big company, and we're going to have to do contract negotiations next April. Okay. So I'm just curious if... We're going to still be working there. <laughs> so that's not until this coming April? Yep. Okay. So it's like 10 months still. Mm. That's a tough one for me to try to answer in all reality, just because cards tend to be looking at times that are closer. But mm. thinking forward to then, Saturn will still be in later Virgo. Jupiter will have gone into Aquarius. And for you as a Pisces, Jupiter and Aquarius is quite, quite nicely 
placed. There, there are a bunches of things that right now are totally unclear. But there are clubs in the 8th House, clubs in the 8th, suggest to me that any contract negotiations will result in things being pretty much status quo. Now, I know a little bit about the way unions work because my father was a union vice president once upon a time. And fundamentally, the guys get together, the management and the union guys, and they, they hammer out an agreement. And, and management says, look, I can't do those things. And union says, I know you can't, but you've got to give me something. And that's what's going to happen. That's how I see it. you got clubs everywhere. I, I will be surprised if anything really monumental happens. But I think it would be good, Lisa, if you and I talked about that again around about February. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Thank 438-WPRO. 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk to Anthony on a cell phone. Anthony, welcome to the program. Hi, Myrna. Hey, Anthony. I see that you're born under the sign of Aquarius. Yeah. And what's your question for me? I want to find out about my business. Your business. If I still, still got to do some more homework yet. You still want to know. So you and I have spoken about this before, I take it. Oh, yeah, a while ago back. And how did that work out for you? I'm still working on it, I guess. All right. The King of Diamonds represents you. You fall with the Nine of Hearts, which is certainly gorgeous and certainly suggests that you have what you what you need in the way of creativity to take a look at your business and try to make things better. What I have in the place that represents your company is stability. And stability cards are a mixed bag. In other words, if things aren't going well enough, these cards say they won't, they won't get any better. But if things have gotten better, these cards suggest that you're going to hold on. What I am seeing is a pattern that suggests gradual improvement, but finances still aren't where they need to be. So... You have a struggle still ahead of you, but I think you've—I think you've made some good moves, Anthony. This looks more promising than it used to. Oh, thank you. Really, you've got the nine of hearts with you in a very nice place, and I think that when you get to the fall, the things are going to be doing even better than they are right now. So, looks a lot better, Anthony. I'm pleased to see what I see for you. Right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Much. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Let's talk to Liz in Cranston. Liz, welcome to the program. Hi, Myrna. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Liz. And I see that you're a Sagittarian. What's your question for me? Do you see a special man in my near future? Well, let's find out. And how long has it been since there was a special man around? About a year and a half. Okay. That's certainly enough time for us to try to find someone else. Born under the sign of Sagittarius. So it was about a year and a half ago that he, that you and he stopped seeing each other. And no one showed up all of last year? Correct. Wow. Okay. Do you think that you were putting yourself in a situation where there was any kind of opportunity for you to meet anybody last year? Maybe not. All right. The reason for my question is that Saturn was in Leo through September 3rd, anyway, of 07, and Jupiter was in Sagittarius. So those were two energies that really ought to have helped you, and it didn't really happen. So, uh, anyway, that had that had me a little concerned. But I lay your cards. You fall in your own seventh house, which is the box of marriage and partnership with beautiful cards, including the seven of hearts, which is the happy marriage card. Uh, did your mother get divorced when you were still relatively young? A teenager. Okay. That showed up in the cards. And it's always interesting for me when something from a long time ago shows up in the cards. It had an effect on you. Beyond what you thought at that time, to some extent, it almost makes you feel leery about relationships lasting a long time, and it's on such a subterranean level, I don't even think you know it, but it was enough to show through right away in these cards, and it has, it has its impact on you. 
and and I would like to encourage you to look at it, think about it, talk about it with somebody who you're comfortable talking with, whether that's a, a cousin or a sibling, and um, and walk through it. Walk through what it meant at that time and and what kind of effect it had on you because you have cards that indicate plenty of ability to have someone who really loves you and to love that person back. But in the cards, three out of four of the kings fall in places that almost like represent you throwing up walls. Okay, Liz? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. So the king of diamonds, which is the possible mate for you in this layout, falls in the sixth house. The sixth house represents work, suggesting you might meet someone at work, but he also, falling in the sixth, represents the whole idea of effort. It means you need to put some effort into the possibility of having such a relationship. And and I believe that you really can have a, a very solid one. And what's also interesting for me is the King of Diamonds represents a man with a lot of air sign characteristics, which is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, and the two very best signs for Sagittarius in general are Libra and Aquarius. So the, the cards couldn't be more promising, Liz. Okay. Thanks for the call. Thank you so much. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. I've got two lines available for you. Please join us on News Talk 630 WPRO and 99.7 FM. I'm Myrna Lamb here with you on WPRO until 7 o'clock, taking your calls and making predictions for you. And uh, there's a line available if you'd like to join us, 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk to Deb in New Bedford. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Hi, Deb. I see that you're born under the sign of Scorpio. You have a question about a daughter who's a Virgo. Yes. yes. And what's your question for her? Um, on the relationship that she has been in for the last couple of years. What? And, and do you know his birthday? Uh, it's November 8th. So he's 19, also... 1979. All right. So he's also a Scorpio and... Uh, like you, and she's a Virgo. Well, Scorpio and yeah. Virgo are very well suited to each other. Your daughter's young, um, and they've been in this relationship for, what, two years, did you say? Two years, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So you want to know where that's going? Yes. Yeah, and let's see. The Queen of Clubs represents her. The King of Spades represents him. And let's see where they are here. I have the card that represents her. You know, it's interesting you see this relationship as having some really wonderful things in it and some things you really don't like. It's it's yeah. uh, it's it's two extremes with very little in the middle. And um, unfortunately, your daughter is not going to pay any attention to you on this one. And you really need to be very careful what you say. Because uh, if you say things that are negative, you might almost push her into doing something that she might not otherwise do. Okay. Right now, her cards seem to suggest that, oh, she's just all aglow at the idea of getting married, and wouldn't that be wonderful, and I want babies. And you know she's way too young for that. But I think if you just back off, and and if you say, look, honey, if this is who you want, then so be it. That's fine with me, and everything like that. But take your time, because you're very young, whatever. Stop right there. Stop right there. And what I'd really like the two of you to do, I'd like you to work harder at making sure that your relationship with her is the best it can possibly be. Because right now, you're looking in opposite directions from each other. She's not hearing you. She's not learning from you. And you need to fix that. That's more important than whether or not she chooses to stay with this man. Fair enough, Deb? Yes. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Gina in Norwich, Connecticut, welcome to the program. Hi. I'm calling because, well, I've had a lot of problems with my fertility, 
And I'm only 23. I know that's young to try to have children, but my doctors have said, you know, you really can't put this off. You can get an education at any time, but if you really want children, you should try now. And that's... They don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. All right, Gina. So I'm trying acupuncture. All right. Let's, um, let's take a look at the cards. You are born under the sign of Aquarius, which is the queen of diamonds. What's your husband's birthday? 2286. So he's, he's also an Aquarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you fall you fall in exactly the same set of cards, which means that your reading and his are identical. He has a jack of hearts beside him. He doesn't have a child from a previous relationship, does he? No, no, no. Okay, well, that's good, because that does represent the possibility of a child, and it looks like a male child. And, in fact, in the eighth house, which would be reproduction, you have three clubs and a diamond. So I'm optimistic for you. There's some bad news around this for whatever reason in your third house. Do you have a sister or sibling who's had some kind of fertility problems too? Is there some history of this in the family? Uh, it took my mom five years to conceive me. Okay. Well, that's and what's showing And my younger sister is having problems. She's only 14, but she's kind of scant right now. Okay. So it does show up that there's this family history, and I understand you being concerned um, and, and you might need to do some fertility work, but the fact is these cards look very encouraging for you to have a child. Beautiful. Okay, Gina, thank you for the call. Thank you. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Agnes, in, on a cell phone, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Agnes, let's see you're born under the sun of Sagittarius. Yeah. And what's your question for me? Um, I am kind of going through a rough period of my marriage, and yeah. I am curious whether it's going to last. Okay. How long have you been married? Uh, seven years this week. Mm-hmm. Two things are going on. For one thing, because you're a Sagittarian, uh, Saturn's in a difficult place in your chart. It's stressful. And uh, secondly, it's at a seven-year point in relationship to your marriage chart, and seven, seven and a half, eight years is a very touchy time. What's right. your husband's birthday? Twelve thirty sixty-two. So he's a Capricorn, and I have the card representing him, and you fall right next to him, and he is looking at you, which does suggest that he doesn't want the marriage to end, not at this time. The question then becomes, what needs to be done in order to make the marriage work? And what I'm seeing here is a picture that indicates Either he just doesn't know what he is supposed to do, or he just doesn't want to, and I'm not sure which it is. But in the eighth house, which is all about divorce, from him, there's a card that says yes and a card that says no. In your box, there are two cards that say, I've had enough. So, if you're going to save the marriage, I think you've got to do some work on it. Now, this, is this, your, this is not your first marriage. Yeah, it is. There was a man in your life for a very long time. It, it's uh, Yes. Yeah. And it was like a first marriage as far as my ability to see. And okay. he, too, had a relationship that was, if not a marriage, it was like a marriage in terms of its length and intensity. So I, I think you'd both like to try to make this work, and I would encourage you to get some counseling on that. And, in fact, in the ninth house, which would represent the idea of marriage counseling, you have beautiful cards. I just, you know what I'm getting at, Agnes? I think both of you have some bad behavior uh, habits in terms of relationships. Does that make sense to you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, somewhat, yeah. There is this, I remember listening to this man on the radio once. I pulled my car right over to the side of the road and started writing because he made so much sense. He was talking about this 
continuum of words, which I've probably talked about on the air before, but I want you to listen to it because I found it so helpful. The four key words that he was talking about were criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and withdrawal. And he said, those are the four behaviors that are indicative of divorce. And here's the example that came to my mind from that. Imagine that you're standing and loading the dishwasher and your husband comes over and he says, why are you doing it that way? And you look at him and you say, what's wrong with doing it this way? And he says, well, of course you would do it that way. And you walk away. That's criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and withdrawal, okay? Right. All of that can be avoided. He comes over, he says, why are you doing it that way? You walk around, you stand beside him rather than opposite, and you say, oh, what's wrong with doing it this way? You want to show me how. You don't say what's wrong. You just say, well, show me, show me what would, you know, how do you think it should be done? So now you're both working at solving the problem together rather than getting defensive. Then he shows you what he wants done, and of course, in the meantime, he loads the dishwasher and you haven't had to do the job. Do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I think that we get into patterns of behavior in our relationships, patterns that become destructive. And all it takes is one person to decide to change the interaction and things can get better. But I think the two of you have learned patterns of behavior that are working against you and I'd like to see you learn some new ones and I believe that counseling could save your marriage. Without okay. it, I think your marriage is in serious trouble. Okay. Thank Agnes, you. thank you for the call. 438-WPRO. One eight hundred three two one WPRO Ed and Narragansett, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? I am well, Ed, and I see you're a Sagittarian. We've had a lot of Sagittarians tonight. What's your question for me? Uh, well, one quick question. Uh, um, I'm kind of uh, going in a new direction uh, business-wise. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, practice that I'm grown tired of, and I'm kind of uh, taking a different road now. And uh, I'm curious about the prospects in that area mm-hmm. and then uh, the other question was in the area of romance you can't ask me to and, I'm, and it has oh, to be the first question because I've already got the cards down oh. so with regard to the new direction in terms of your business or moving okay. away from what you've been doing your yeah. cards really do indicate that you had gotten tired so yeah. you were just spent in terms of the work you have been doing you have wonderful cards in the place that have to do with creativity and new direction going off on on a slightly different path and i really would encourage you to do it it's going to rejuvenate you and then any number of other things would be possible in your life because you'll be feeling energized i really encourage you to make the change in terms of business let's talk to joanne on a cell phone joanne welcome to the program oh hi uh, nice to talk to you thank you um, my phone is actually going to be dying, so if for some reason I do lose you, you I'll just listen on the radio, okay? Okay, very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're a cancer, and what's your question for me? Okay, I've been um, I've, I've been seeing a man for about nine years. And he and is I, born I under what? I know where we're going with this. What's his birthday? He is uh, May 22nd, 1939. May 22nd makes him a Gemini. So you're born under the sign of cancer. He's born under the sign of Gemini. And you want to know where it's going after nine years. Mm-hmm. Nine years and you're asking me. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you ask him, what does he say? Not much. <laughs> I think the time has come to have a conversation with him. Oh, we've had plenty of conversations. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, we've had plenty of conversations. Do you want to be married to him, Joanne? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, nothing is going to change as long as you take that position. What I'm suggesting to you looking at the cards is that he's, he's, 
I think he can be moved toward making a commitment, but it's up to you to take the initiative. I really think that the time has come for someone to do something, and I would encourage that it be you, and then there's some hope. Out of time, folks. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I'm Myrna Lamb. My phone number in Lincoln, Rhode Island. For private consultations, 401-333-7970. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for being here.